Welcome to the radio ministry here at Jackson First Baptist Church. What a privilege it is to come to you on this wonderful radio station every Sunday afternoon at this time. Uh, we want you to know that we love you as a church here in Jackson, and, and we're thankful that this ministry goes to many different counties, and, and we're reaching out to many different places. If you'd like to learn more about Jackson First Baptist Church, you can check us out on our website at jacksonfbc.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by simply searching for Jackson FBC. Again, Jackson FBC. We're located across the street from Ingalls right here in Jackson on Highway 16. Again, we'd love to have you. The physical address is 1227 West 3rd Street right here in Jackson, Georgia. Today, I want to pause from our series, Principles of Hope, and, and share with you what I, a message that I shared with our students a few weeks ago because I think it's very impactful. And here, here's the title of our, our discussion today, The World Around Us and Our Place in It. The world around us and our place in it. Now, you know that life can sometimes become so busy that we fail to realize what's going on around us. Now, probably listening to me today, maybe are some more aged people or maybe, uh, maybe adult people. Maybe there's some students listening, but predominantly usually on Sunday afternoon, it's people that are traveling. And so I, I want to share this with you. I, I asked our students a series of questions the other night in this, in this time with them together. For, for example, I asked them how many hours they spend each day on their iPhone or their other smartphone devices. And they owned up to this truth. Between six and eight hours a day, they spent time on these devices. I asked them then, secondly, what were the, the different sites that they were surfing? And, and to our surprise, they were surfing things like Pinterest and, and, and different things on Facebook. And, and, and we, listen to this. We discovered together that what they were watching really was not informative to what was really going on in the world around them. I asked them this question. How much time do you spend reading? And to their surprise, most of them spent less than five minutes a day reading books, and in particular, the Word of God. So now we discover that not only were they spending many hours online and watching things that really did not impact the world, but they also were not reading anything that was helpful to them. And then here was the big question. I asked them, what list three world events that you know about that occurred in the last week? And do you know the only one that they were able to mention was the, the gasoline crisis in our area? Now think about this for a moment. As, as I shared with them, in India, millions of people are dying because of COVID-19 and they knew nothing about it. Also this in, in Israel, that there's this great war taking place with the Pakistani people and, and, and listen to this, most people did not even, even know that, they, that that war was taking place. Actually, it was, it was, not, uh, it was not the Pakistani people. It's taking place within the Gaza Strip. And, and they did not know anything about it. And, and I mentioned other world events, so, and they didn't know. And so it was a shocking moment when I asked them this last question. And here was the question. Are you personally and presently impacting the world? Dear friend, right now, I think that some of you probably are facing a situation or situations in your life that's consumed you and you really don't see the big picture of what's going on around you. I meet people all the time that they're really concerned with their own lives and not what's going on around them. 
Here was the verse that I shared with our students, and I want to share it with you. Here's what it says. Amos chapter 5 and verse number 6. Here's what it says. Seek the Lord and live. Seek the Lord and live. The writer, Amos, was writing to a, to a nation that had three characteristics. It was in the time between 770 and 740 A.D. It was during the time when that Israel was about to go in captivity. And Amos was a prophet of God. And Amos gave three characteristics in the book of Amos about these people. See if you've ever heard such things. They were a people that cared only about themselves. Their neighboring countries around them. Now listen to this. They, they were engaged in sins of all kinds. They, they were uh, vicious in war. They were inhumane. They were enslaving other nations. They were refusing to help their own people. And they were murdering the unborn. In the book of Amos, the first chapter is focused on Amos prophesying about the judgment that would come to those neighboring nations. But here was the problem. The nation of Israel was so focused, now listen to this, on their own things, seeking their, their own selves, caring about themselves, that they did not even notice that the Assyrian army was now starting to take over the world. The Assyrians were coming and attacking their neighbors, and because Israel only cared about themselves, they said nothing about it. They were also, according to Amos, they were spiritually apathetic. I don't know if you've ever met anybody spiritually apathetic. It's somebody who really is not paying attention to what's going on. They're not praying to God, and they're living their lives for themselves. One historian said about the day of Amos that the northern king of Israel was worshiping calf idols. They, were, they had broken away from Judah and Jerusalem. And they were in disobedience. They were, they were focusing on social justice instead of biblical justice. They, they were focusing on taking from the rich and, and, and rearranging and exploiting the poor and the needy. Wealthy possessions and pleasures had taken priority over a relationship with God. So they were spiritually apathetic. Are you getting the point here? Not only were the people in that day only caring about themselves, and spiritually apathetic, but we see this today. But there was a third characteristic, and here it is. They were morally in decline. They were morally in decline. They were a people that were employing and being a part, now listen to this, they were being a part of sinning of all kinds. They had perverted the truth. They were now practicing alternative lifestyle. It was sex on demand. It was, it was sex with men with men and women with them. It was exploiting the young people. It was exploiting people of all kinds. So they, they were caring about themselves. They were spiritually apathetic. And they were totally in moral decline. And because of it, the world was crumbling down. So God came and he said to them, you are in trouble. And here's how you get out of your trouble. You are to seek the Lord and live. Now, on this Sunday afternoon, let me give you this reality. The reality is that most in America today are divided along these three lines. People are caring not about others, but they're caring about themselves. Without a doubt, you have to admit, if you have any spiritual eyesight, that people are spiritually apathetic. People in churches are like one preacher I heard this week who said this. He was preaching from Acts chapter 3. He said, when the New Testament church began, the church was on fire for God and sensitive to the things of God. 
In Acts chapter 3, the Bible said that Peter and John were going to the temple. And the Scripture says that they saw a man sitting at the gate beautiful, who had been lame. And they came to him and said, Silver and gold we have not, but what we have to you we give to you in the name of Jesus. They were not saying that we don't have any wealth. They were saying what we have will not meet the need, but we know Jesus can meet the need. The preacher said this, and it shocked me. He said, most churches are focusing on this, the beautiful gate. We want our churches to look as nice as they can be, and we want to enjoy the services, but we have people at our beautiful gate who are lame, and all we're doing is throwing money or food to them, and we're not seeing their lives changed. Friend, I believe that is true. So we believe today that in America, our churches are caring only about themselves. They are spiritually apathetic. But then thirdly, our churches are in moral decline. Our churches are in moral decline. We see today that things are going on in the church. We have ministers who are more concerned about, listen to this, critical race theory rather than Christ-centered race theory. They're two different things. We have people who are focused on social justice rather than biblical justice. We have, we have pastors who are aligning either with one political party or another. We have pastors today who are allowing the CDC to set the guidelines instead of Christ Jesus himself setting the guidelines. Today, I want to focus with you and tell you this truth, that God is calling the church to awaken to this truth. Seek the Lord and live. Seek the Lord and live. How do you seek the Lord? It suggests to us this. Amos was saying, investigate what's going on around you. You see, true Christians, my friend, know what is going on around them and they know what's going on in them. True Christians know. So let me ask you, are you seeking the Lord? Do you know the Lord? The Lord here means a supreme being that is above humanity and the universe. It is the God, Exodus 23, who says, I am the Lord and there is no other. Here, Amos prophesies and says, your way out is to seek the Lord and live. That word live is an amazing word. It reminds us of John 10 and 10, where Jesus says, I, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You see, when you live a life for God, that life is created in Christ, that life continues, and that life, listen to this, not only cares about what's going on around us, but it cares about what's going on in us. And I want to tell you today, listen to me, we at Jackson First Baptist Church are certainly not a perfect church. I know that personally because I'm the pastor of that church. There are days that I fail to care about what's going on around me. There are days that I get discouraged. There are days that I want to take matters into my own hand. But I know this, God has called me to a different life. Hear this, true Christians know what's going on around them. True Christians care about what's going on around them. But true Christians, thirdly, realize this. We're on mission for God. And someday we'll be in heaven. But until then, we have a responsibility now. There's an interesting passage in the book of Amos. It's in chapter 7. Apparently, there had been a great earthquake that was coming in the nation of Israel. And Amos had stood up to make a difference. There also, in chapter 7, there were a locust plague that was coming against the nation. And the Bible says in chapter 7, in verse 2, As they were eating the grass, I cried to the Lord, O Lord, please forgive us. 
How can Jacob stand? He is so small. The Lord, the Bible says, then relented because this man interceded for the people of God. Friend, we're on mission here. And our first mission is to seek the face of God for our nation. Do you know in the book of Psalms it says pray for the peace of Jerusalem? I'm praying for that today. And do you know that God intends for us, for the sake of the church, to pray for the peace of our city? I'm praying right now that God would raise up churches, that together we would unify for the common cause of the kingdom of God and for the betterment of our city. I'm praying for our mayor. I'm praying for our police chief. I'm praying for our city councilman. I'm praying for our county commissioners. I'm praying for our sheriff. I'm praying for our waterworks department. I'm praying for our school system. I'm praying that God would bless, listen, policemen, and God would bless our bus drivers, that God would bless all the folks who are out of our electrical department, everything that's going on in our city. I'm praying that God would bless people for the sake of the church. And listen to me today. I want to invite you to join me and listen, to know what's going on, to care about what's going on, to get on mission about what's going on, and listen finally in this, to never give up. You know why? Because Jesus is coming again. The book of Amos ends amazingly. When listen to what Amos writes in Amos 9 and 11. In that day, he says, I will, God will raise up the booth of David that has fallen and repair its breaches and raise up its ruins and rebuild it as of the days of old. What does that mean? That means someday God is going to establish Israel again and God's going to establish His rule in the world. In Revelation 19, He's going to come. And friend, I'm ready for Jesus to come, aren't you? But until He comes, I want you to know that I want to be a man that the world around me I care about. And my place in it is to make a difference. So be informed, be ignited, and be filled with the Holy Spirit to do His work. Now, friend, if you'd like more information about this or to join us, reach out to us at info at jacksonfbc.com. Go on our website at jacksonfbc.com and watch us and become a part. And then join us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 and also at 11 a.m. or also on Wednesdays at 6.15 or at any of our other events that we have. We love you. And we want you to know that God loves you more. Until next time, may God bless you in the name of Christ.